0: Hi, this is Mary G, and this is my podcast. In this podcast, I'll be reading romance novels you have not yet heard about. No commentaries, no change of voice, just plain reading of every word. Our first novel is Everlasting Love, Yandere First Love, Volume 2, Prologue. I loved her so much that she became my whole world. I loved her too much that with just a few words my whole world fell apart. I justified my anger with this thought of how much I suffered when she left me, of how pathetic I felt when even after I kneeled in front of her and begged her to stay, she still left like I meant nothing to her. That cruel girl from several years ago is now before my eyes, this time begging me to hire her as my secretary. I looked at her with cold eyes and gave her a smirk as I said, are you certain you can live with a consequence? Chapter 1 First Love they say you never forget your first love, and sadly, I think that is right. As I lowered the documents I was perusing over and glanced at the woman who entered my awe of stars, I knew it to be true. It was the same face I recall, just an ordinary chubby girl whose face others can't easily forget. And yet, that, that face. That was the one thing in the entire universe that I simply cannot forget. I was in third year high school, the proverbial bad boy with the right connections and with overflowing wealth from an aristocratic family. I had it all easy from everyone's perspective. And maybe for a while I did, but that cannot compare to how I felt when my eyes met yours. It was love at first sight, for me at least. When I saw her, I just knew right then and there that she is the missing part of me I have long waited for. I remembered looking down at a girl who clumsily bumped into me. She has her nose stuck in a novel while walking around. Her eyeglasses were shattered on the floor and she was trying to stand up by herself. I offered my hand to her for her to take, and help her stand on her feet. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. She almost stuttered when she realized it was me she bumped into. My family owns a multinational company that exports internationally acclaimed wine. The business was so successful that we have expanded to some other business ventures, like exclusive schools for the rich, one like where we are in. I looked at her appearance. At one glance I knew that she is one of our scholars. She was wearing an old uniform, her hair in complete disarray, and even her socks and shoes exclaim of poverty. She looks clumsily and her She looks clumsy and her face was fearful, but her eyes draw black. Was she sort of an idiot? I asked myself as I looked into her deep black eyes. Our so-called scholars were not chosen by the academy out of their grades, but because of a family member that has been working as an employee of the school. Out of pity and as an act of good grace to the employees, my family allows such students to study in our schools free of charge. It's okay, I assured her as she continued to hold her hand in mine. I was only brought back to my senses when she tried to pull her hand back. It was shameful, was it not, to be caught lost in those sunny-colored eyes that stared right through me. I started picking up her backpack and her novel. She tried to snatch it away from me, but I held it up my hand. At my current height, and which is past six feet, and her current height, which I estimated to be around five. I knew there's no chance in heaven she can reach her things. Give me back my things, please, she pleaded. I noticed then that she has a nice vibrato to her voice. It was soft and sweet and comforting to hear. I gulped at the thought and said instead, Nonsense, you are new here. Let me accompany you to where you intend to go. More so, your glasses are broken. You will need to hold on to someone. I placed her right hand on my left arm and slowly led her to the direction she wanted to go. My classroom. We are going to be classmates. I nearly chuckled at the thought. When we reached the classroom, I led her to a seat at the back, the one facing the window. I strategically placed her there as I grabbed a nearby chair and sat beside her. You can leave me now, she said, as her cheeks turned red. She is blushing, shy as to the fact that we are sitting so close to each other. But this is to be my classroom too, I said, as I fished out my registration form and read to her my classroom assignment. She bowed her head and looked at the marble-tiled floor. Thank you for helping me earlier. Don't think more about it, I said, smiling from ear to ear and hoping against hope that she can see my face clearly even without her eyeglasses on. I wanted her so bad to see me clearly. I wanted to engrave in her heart this memory of our first meeting. For I knew I will never be able to forget every detail of when I first saw her. That was the very first time I felt my heart beat so fast and so furious that I know for certain I have lost it. I lost my heart for the moment our eyes met. Your name, I called to her, as a shocked expression shows on her face. What the hell is an operational affair doing inside the office?